Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host, Sandra White-Stevens, publisher of Urban Teen Magazine. We are a teen magazine written for teens by teens. Here at Urban Teen Magazine Radio, we focus on the entertainment section of Urban Teen, bringing to life to our readers and listeners some of the wonderful and talented artists that we feature, which brings me to our very special guest today, getting some serious radio airplay across the country and climbing up the charts. Emil Hines is a handsome triple threat with his writing, arranging, and producing talents. He is destined for greatness and will give every current pop artist a run for their money. Welcome to Urban, Urban Teen Emil. Hey, how you doing, everybody? I'm good, I'm good. Glad to have you. Man, it's a blessing. It's very blessing to be on this call with you this, this evening. It's actually 2 o'clock where I'm at, but yeah. <laughs> but, um, All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know this is a time difference. <laughs> well, uh, Emil, um, you you are referred to as a cross between Chris Brown and Lil Wayne with a sprinkle of Jamie Foxx. At what age yeah. did you realize that you had talent and wanted to pursue a career as an artist? Ah, oh, man. Uh, I have to say probably when I was about 14 when I recorded my first song, Um, I had a best friend. He was into music, and he really motivated me to really, really get in the studio at first, and that's when I found out I had real love and passion for it because it got addictive, like playing basketball, football, and you do stuff that's your hobby. You know, music became yeah. a hobby. It was an everyday thing, and I just got really down into it and to really study into it and to the point where I wanted to go to school for it and everything. So I'll, I'll have to say this working in the studio became the first part of really finding myself as my singing, my voice, and just, you know, really getting getting into the music, you know, the the, the uh, science of it, stuff like that, you know. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Now, being an R&B, hip-hop, pop recording artist born in Los Angeles, California, then relocated yeah. to Detroit, <laughs> what was that like <laughs> for you? And were there any opportunities for you as an artist in Detroit as compared to Los Angeles? Oh, no way. <laughs> no way, Jose. <laughs> um, and, you know, in Detroit, you know, it, you know, the thing about Detroit, you know, I mean, the way the year, the time that I was there and I was younger, it was different. And um, it, 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 it motivated me more, you know what I'm saying? Because in some places you can get lazy, you get comfortable because of, the environment, you know, the environment right. in Detroit for the past 10 years hasn't been the way it has been 20 years ago when Motown was really the place to be, you know what I'm saying? Right. So it was like, it, it was really different, but I say that Detroit motivated me because that, when, when, I was, when I was living in Detroit, it's when I first seen Lil Wayne perform live with Drake and Nicki Minaj, like, and these were before, this was before Drake was big and Nicki Minaj before she was the big pop star, so 
I seen them before they was even who they are. So that was right. a big that was a big change for me. That that that's one of the biggest moments that I always tell people like I think I've seen the perform before they was even who they are you know that was when Drake was still doing the the grassy tv shows and stuff like that so it was a really huge uh motivational push for me so you know even though it's not like, like LA I mean Detroit's not like LA but it still has that it's still that memory that's always in my head from that always motivated me when I was there you know yeah, yeah, and and um and by being called the Chocolate City, I think I, I feel like it's um more acceptable or more um I don't know if they motivate you more as far as um my being um, geared towards African Americans. I'm as yeah. close to L.A. Yeah, yeah. Um, um I read that um, like you said, your father was um also a major player in the music industry for many years. Talk ah, about your father yeah, and how. Yeah. Him being part of the music industry influenced you as an artist, and this it played a part at your decision to become an artist. He played a major part because he kind of he not kind of he knew the ins and outs of what to do or what not to do as far as me coming up as in the R and B lane because he he been through it in his in his experience of who, of who his relationships he has dealt with. You know, it always stirred me on the right path. You know what I'm saying? So. You know, right. I say like I've 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 always looked at it like what if I didn't have that type of mentor, not just as a father, but from a business and from a manager and from all that expected. If I didn't have that, I would probably be so lost right now. Like I wouldn't have knowledge, I wouldn't have experience that I have, I wouldn't have the relationship tools. I would start, I would probably be still in that square two and three right now. I'm like at square ten. Uh-huh. I'm still I'm still I'm still at the bottom, but I'm like. From from an independent perspective, I'm really high. You know what I'm saying. So that's right. why I feel like I'm like I, I always look at it. If I didn't have him, I would be so lost because all of his genes and the smartness and his knowledge is it, it 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 rubbed off off me so so quick. You know what I'm saying. And I I learned and I just you know just studied it just the way he told me and and, and put it on me like that. So you know I always I always um. Love that, and I, I cherish I cherish that as well. As far as just being an artist, more than just being an artist and doing the music part, you know, you always want to have your mentors right too. You know. Yeah, yeah, and what a great mentor to be your dad to be your mentor. That's like awesome. Right? Yeah, that's 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 like Russell Simmons and Diggy Simmons and stuff like that. Yeah. Like it's not too many of those. <laughs> right, right. It's not too many of those. Exactly. Yeah, You're right. <laughs> Um, you you're currently um, also a part of the Great Atlanta music scene, working with Hot Beats Recording Studios and some of the hottest producers yeah. in the industry. Um, talk yeah. about how you got involved with Hot Beats um, Recording Studio and what it's been like for you to work with them. Um, you know, I had a friend who was recording at Hot Beats, and before I, before I even started recording there, I used to go up there with him while you know a rapper named Pharaoh he did a song with uh. You know, Future, who is now a big hip-hop, pop-type artist now. And yeah. before Future blew up, he did a song with Future at Hot Beat Studio. And I was there, and I got the experience of how they was, how Future really, you know, did. did. This is a whole separate thing that, that I never really told anybody, so you're the first to really hear this story. Um, I, I, I got a glance to see before I knew who Future even was. You know, I seen how his recording process was. And it changed. Mm-hmm. Once I seen that at Hot Beat Studio, I never once record at home ever again. 
Like I've I've never like I'll, even now to this day I hardly record my record at home. The only time I record at home is if 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 I know that I'm not going to be at studio for like a week or two, and I do it just right. to keep you know that 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 momentum going, so I know I don't lose. Just like how you play basketball, if you know you're not going to be hooping at the gym, you're going to go home and exercise. You know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. Yeah. But from that process, I picked up on a lot just from being at that one session. And ever since I've seen him record at the studio at Hot Beats, they're like, yeah, you know, you're young, but you can still record here, too. You can do everything he's doing. I'm like, really? Okay. So, you know, <laughs> I got a job. I saved some money. And, you know, I started I started recording at Hot Beats. And before you know it, you know, I got in contact with all the dopest engineers and producers. And before you know it, they was like, you know, you know, because some days they don't work at Hot Beat Studios because there are a lot of thousands of dope studios in Atlanta. And, you know, right. sometimes they don't make it to Hot Beats every time. So, you know, I got I got the um I got the relationships to actually go with them to different studios like Patchwork. Wow. That's really one of the dopest studios in Atlanta. That's where, you know, YG. He stayed in Atlanta for the whole 2000, I think 2014. He, he lived in Atlanta the whole year just to record his album. He did uh, um, patchwork and um, it, it, that did great. And I didn't, I didn't even know that. Like I'm like, you would never think someone would live in the city for a whole year just to record an album. And he was yeah. silent. Like he didn't go out. He didn't go clubbing. You know, you would be surprised if if you for if, if you're from a different. You from L.A. coming to Atlanta, you would think you would party a little bit. He didn't party at all. You didn't see him at any clubs. He came down to Atlanta to work for a whole year, and that's that's and that's hard. That's really hard because you know that's like that's, that's like a vacation. Me going back to Cali, right. I'm trying to go everywhere. Right. <laughs> you know, so <laughs> so you know it's you know it, it came with a lot. You know, doing one thing it branched off to a, a lot of different things, going to a, meeting new people, different places and a whole different experience of moments that I, I got. So it's like, it's you never know what's going to happen until you try it. You know what I'm saying? So, right. you know, it was it was definitely crazy. I go on all yeah. day telling you about stuff. You'd be like, oh, my God, this dude is crazy. <laughs> but, yeah, this is this. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah, it, it sounds like they gave you the opportunity to network and get to meet other people that are in the industry that yeah. can like, move forward exactly. or whatever. So it sounds like great, great it's, it's more. Yes, it's it's definitely more than just a step of recording. That's just that's just the business side. They just do do the recording at studios just for the business. But but once you become a customer and a client, they treat you yeah. like family. You know what I'm saying? And you do things wow. more than just record there. You get to meet the people that come there and work because you know they they take it very passionate. Not just because you're spending your money, but if you're working hard and you're doing it like every week then, you know, your work is going to get heard because, for one, you're in the studio and it's loud. Two, people are going to ask, who else is here? What talent do you have in the building? People come to these studios to see who's there. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. A&Rs and regular labels, they come to these studios. To, they, they want to see who's hot. You know what I'm saying? If they if they can't yeah. find it. Now they used to find it on Instagram and Twitter, you know, by the reposting and the social networks. All those are working too, but for the people that don't have big popping, you know, social networks, they come to the studios to see who's really good and who's really putting in that work by themselves. You know what I'm saying? And that's yeah, another yeah. thing. And, yeah. And that probably helps them see that, like, who's willing to put in the work. You know, they want to work with them. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, definitely. I totally get exactly. that. Exactly. 
Now, Emil, you exactly. um, also studied music business at Full Sail University online. Um, how do you feel it has prepared you for the music industry by having that, that background? Oh, man, uh, it helped me a lot because, you know, I started doing the mixing and working with the audio technology stuff on my own. And before I knew it, I was studying. I was looking at videos on YouTube and looking at other engineers. And I got to go to these other studios hands-on without even doing the schooling, the, the online schooling. And and before I even got to that, I was already advanced at it because I was working with, you know, engineers that was at Hot Beats and Patrick. And they would show me things, you know, that was worth three hours of their time to, you know, do to to me it was the big stuff, but to them it's the little stuff because they've been doing it for so long they could do it like it's nothing. But really, it would take me all day to do what they was doing. But um, I learned about it so fast that by the time that it came for me to really put my skills to the test, and I would I would show them and I would sell full set my abilities and I would show them my work. They was like, wow, like this 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 takes at least a, a year and a half to two years just to learn. At our school, wow. you know what I'm saying. So I was, I was already advanced, and I told them a story about, you know, how I've always been working with a lot of different um, audio engineers and stuff like that. I've been working with them for years since I've been doing it, and you know, they were like, man, you, you, man, you don't, you don't have much to go to learn about, you know, the rest of the big house. So you know, it, it was really crazy, and I was like, wow, really? I never thought that I was really getting education because you know once once it becomes your hobby and you love to do it right. you're passionate about it you know it was just it was just amazing to me to know that i was already getting education about it before i even knew about it so yeah. I, they was telling me really you you like you kind of got your um associate already but you just don't have any writing <laughs> so it was yeah. crazy so yeah wow. so, um yeah so that that was a major part so did that and Really, they they want they wanted me to uh, relocate to about two different schools before I even got to that school, just so you know it could look even better. But I didn't really care about all that. I just wanted to go to school and just say that you know I actually graduated from something I love to do, other other than just going to business school and doing stuff like that. Because I always try to encourage the people and the young people: if you want to do something that you love to do, you should go to school for what you love to do, and not for what pays good because it's all about happiness and enjoying what you let it do at the end of the day. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So, I, I totally yeah. agree with you. Yeah, exactly. And it's good <laughs> to have the, the background and get the actual knowledge behind what you're doing. So, yeah, I, I apply you on that, and that's yeah. so true, which you, you have to love it too. Um, you, um, like I mentioned earlier that you've been referred to as a cross between Chris Brown and Lil Wayne with a little sprinkle of Jamie Foxx. Is there anyone that you admire or look up to in industry that you like your um, I grew up on Chris Brown. I grew up on Lil Wayne. You know, I kind of grew up on Drake. The more Drake was growing, you know, I was growing up. I feel like these were like, I wouldn't say brothers, but just another mentor to me. And like, right. I've always wanted to work with each one of them. You know what I'm saying? Just because you know, I grew up with Jamie Foxx. I used to watch him on TV before I even knew he was the singer. That I used to bump his music in the in the car, all his albums. Like all these people, I, I I would love to work with them. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, why not? Like you, you know, you you changed the game while you was working and progressing. I feel like I can do the same. You know what I'm saying? So it's not like a lot of artists feel like they're totally stepped on by new artists, like they might get overshadowed or something like that. 
but at the end of the day, everybody is still, like, I feel like this industry is big enough for everybody to get rich, everyone to feed their families and do everything, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't feel like it's any of, like, oh, man, he's a new artist. If I do something with him, he's going to take my fan. I'm like, man, everybody that's been doing it, they're still here, you know what I'm saying? They're still here for a reason. Exactly. So, you know, of course, I feel like everyone, I, I, I want to work with everyone, you know what I'm saying? I don't have a... Michael Jackson was a lot of people the first one I want to work with. <laughs> Please believe me. <laughs> Please believe me, yeah. Mike will be the first one, then probably Drake, then Chris. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah. 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 And, and on a per, um, personal note, besides performing, what does Emil like to do in, the, in his spare time? What do you like to do for fun besides performing? Hmm. I'm a very relaxing, chill person. I never really get to do vacations. So if I ever had a chance to really do something like a vacation, I would definitely let her do that. But lately, my mind, my grind, my focus has been on this music. Like on like, I want it so bad that I, I haven't even. I really, I'm serious. I really haven't even had a chance to really just kick back and really chill. The only time I chill is when I come home. I have family time with my my. I have a twin sister. You know, she does music. We chill. We do what we do. I barely yeah. go out. If I do go out, it's something laid back, like at a bar. Like, you know, I don't like being around a lot of different people, you know what I'm saying? Cause it's something about me that a lot of people, like, I, they stare at me and, who are you? You know what I'm saying? I'm, like, I'm not, I'm not like, oh, you know, it, it, it kind of, I, I kind of feel with Chris Brown kill a little bit. You know, with TMZ come up to you, I'm like, ah, what, uh, what's <laughs> going on now? You know what I'm saying? So you know, right. I'm, I'm more of a chill, a chill type person. Like I don't like to do too much, just you know, be around the friends, and you know, and just relax and chill, and just you know, have a good time without people being all up in your face sometimes. You know what I'm saying? That's that's yeah. just me. I don't know. That's just yeah. Me. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and um, what would what would you say has been your biggest challenge in the industry? Like if you could put your finger on one thing, what would you say is um, the biggest challenge I'll have to say, um, other than trying to stay consistent and keeping your faith up, you know, you, you're going to go through ups and downs no matter what you do in life. And, you know, you're always going to have people and different types of spirits that are going to come and block you and try to stop you from being successful. I have to say that 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 had to be the biggest challenge because, you know, it's you know it's it's like. The more harder you work and the more positive people you try to keep around you, you know what I'm saying? It's like the devil, he's always going to try to stop you. He he doesn't want to see nobody happy. So I, 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 I always encourage that, you know, you always want to keep positivity around you because there's people that's going to hate for no reason and they're not going to want to see you and they're going to try their best. Like, you know, it might not even be a person. It's just going to be something, a vibe, you know what I'm saying? And it's just right. you are you gotta keep your faith strong and you get you gotta you gotta just work harder and pay attention to what's really going on around you, the people around you, the vibe, the spirits, what they think about you because all of that can rub off of what you're doing, you know what I'm saying? So I always right. keep a small circle, my pops, you know, everybody around me, they're they're here for a reason. I just don't be around people just to be around them just because they like the music. Like I'm 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 like if people like my music I'm going to always cherish them. I'm going to like them for even liking me because they understand me because of the music. But, right. you know, don't get it twisted because I don't know who you are. <laughs> you you could be doing 
you could be saying that just to get around me, just to do something. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? You never know. Exactly. So you always want to keep your second eye open. So, yeah, mm-hmm. that's a major thing that I always, I always got to preach. <laughs> I always got to <laughs> preach that, you know? Exactly. <laughs> I, I agree. <laughs> well, um, we're going to take a quick break and listen to one of your hit singles. It's called Bussin'. Oh, um, so, Mill, yes, you see right there. We're going to be right back and take a listen right now. Thank you. Welcome back. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was like pretty hot. I was bobbing my head, tapping my feet. <laughs> okay, thanks, thanks, thanks. That's that's a cool record. We um, it was that's actually a, a summer record, but it's just been keep going. The the momentum has been growing. It's kind of, it's, it's a catchy record. It's a floating record, and it's just been growing ever since we put it out um in June. So you know, it's 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 still growing to this day. So I'm glad that people's liking it. Um, it's definitely not my best work. You know, but it's just something I did just for the summer that that I feel like would be dope, and it was different. You know what I'm saying? So, right. you know, it was it's cool. So, thanks. it was definitely dope. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so, did did yeah. you write that song? And um, is that like the title? Is that something that had a special meaning to you, or was just like 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 you said, just something that you came up with this summer? Well. The phrase of bussing, you know, it caught my eye while while I was recording the song because uh, uh, I had something different to the to the record first, and it's crazy because I've had I've, I've always had a different vibe. Whenever I record at home and I write at home, it's, it's a different vibe from when you when you're recording at the studio because that's always what I do. I I write the record when I'm comfortable at the house, and then I come to the studio and I record it. But it's always a different feeling, and I, I always come up with something different. And I came up with the the whole my girl my chick bus and I came up with that at the studio and my engineer oh. I worked with I, I met at Hot Beats his name is Ike Boy he always he he always gives me a certain energy you know while I record at the studio and it it came and we did a the record came out so different than how I planned it so it's like it's like it's really half on half because sometimes I know what's gonna happen. Then half of it, I don't know what's going to happen. So I like having the feeling of don't of don't knowing, and it's going with the feeling because that's what music is about. It's about the feeling and not just trying to sing a record. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah. definitely, exactly. I totally understand what you're saying. Um, what can we expect from you, Neil? Any projects or things that you're working on that you want to give a shout out to? Oh yes, man. Um, I'm. A, my mixtape, I just finished recording my mixtape. I'm just in the process of getting, getting mixed. It's called Way Up, W-A-Y-U-P. And um, it's really, you know, a dope feeling. You know, um, if if I could compare it to anything, you know, my favorite artist is Drake. And, you know, when I hear Drake music, I'm like, man, I got to compete with this guy. Everything he drops is number one. So, you know, I try to go, I try to have that mindset for every single, not every single, but every record I do. So it's like mm-hmm. this project, you know, it's not it's not a, it's not a complete story, but I'm just, I'm giving y'all really really good feel music for the timing of right now because you know you know uh, you know I don't want to go in there just telling my story of not connecting with the people first of getting y'all like a, a dope song or a single while connecting my story. So I try to mix it in between both. And that's what the way of mixtape is about. Um, it's about really giving y'all a piece of my story, not the whole thing. I'm giving y'all pieces of it, but at the same time, I'm giving y'all real records. I'm giving you real feelings. Some dope beats, like you know, Younger Fly. He produced that record you just heard, and um, you know, he did the Trey Songs EP. Okay. Um, those two um, intermissions, Trey Songs EP. He did both of those mixtapes. He did a few records off there. You know, I'm working with some new producers named Fayo and Chill. They just did a couple of uh, um, records off Bryson Tiller's new album that came out called um, Trap Soul. I got a, a couple of records with them on my mixtape. So you know, I'm working with some real cats that are putting out some heat right now. So it's gonna be it's gonna be a dope mixtape. 
And, you know, along with the music, I have a clothing line called Way Up. I just got everything printed, the hats, the clothing. I'm going to be posting it on my Instagram and Twitter, which is Amel Hines, A-M-E-L-H-I-N-E-S. Um, I just got that finished. I'm, I'm going to be having that out, probably hitting the streets within the next three weeks, two to three weeks. You know, I'm going to have a shoot for it so everything can be official, official, and start pushing it out just like the music. Um, most definitely give a shout-out to all the supporters and all the fans, and especially out to um, Urban Magazine for having me. I don't even know your name <laughs> this whole time. I'm, I'm like, Sandra. what's your lady's name? <laughs> Sandra. I'm okay, Sandra. Special <laughs> shout-out to Sandra. She's been a sweetheart, man. You are you are a very cool, dope person, man. Um, I enjoyed this interview with me. This interview with you is it's been so cool. Most interviews, people just ask questions and get, and get out of the way, but you know, but you know, we just been kicking it cool, and you know, so most definitely shout out to you and the brand for Urban Magazine for having me on. Um, um, and yeah, shout out to all the supporters and fans that's listening, and all all the people that that's um on the road to doing music or want to be in the industry. I encourage all you guys too, like keep doing it. You know, keep positive vibes around you, good spirits. Keep grinding. Don't get lazy. Don't get lazy when the time gets rough. Don't get lazy. You know, keep keep doing it, you know? So, yeah. Well, Emil Himes, it's that time of this end of the show, and we want to, um, like I said, um, it's been a pleasure. I mean, you gave a shout-out to me, but it's been our pleasure here at Urban Team Magazine um, just to get to know you as an artist, and we wish you much success in everything you do in the future, and we will be keeping an eye out on the Way Up clothing line and the mixtape. Um, we'll be um, in touch and hopefully have you on again in the future. Oh, most definitely. We will have to definitely do round two. You know, when things yeah. get bigger, trust me. I'm if, if, if you don't count, if y'all don't get to me, I'm going to get to y'all. We're going to do another one so the world can know what's going on. <laughs> but most definitely shout out to um, Urban Team Magazine. I thank y'all for having me, man. It's been a pleasure. And y'all keep doing what y'all do. Y'all keep growing. Y'all keep being great. You know what I'm saying? Keep doing it. Y'all great. I, I, I like y'all. Y'all. Y'all, y'all rocking. <laughs> yes. All right. And, um, thank you, too, like I said, for joining us. And um, it's been our pleasure. It's definitely our pleasure. Thank you so much. All right. And thank you all for joining us here today at Urban Team Magazine here at Blog Talk Radio. If you would like to know more about our special guest, Mill Hines, like he mentioned, visit his um, social media pages, which was um, Instagram and Twitter. And I think it was at Emil Hines. So um, I guess to find out what he's up to, like he said, and um, if you want to um, listen to his um, or download, I'm pretty sure that iTunes or however um, on on those social media pages you can find out about downloading his latest single that you heard right here, Bussin'. Um, don't forget to check out our latest issue of Urban Team Magazine and be on the lookout for a Mel Hines feature in an upcoming issue. You can get a free copy just by visiting urbanteammagazine.com. If you know of an outstanding, talented teen in your community and would like us to feature them in Urban Team Magazine, or if you are an uh, entertainer and would like to just come sit down and talk with us here at Urban Team Magazine Radio, send all your inquiries to info at urbanteammagazine.com or urbanteammagazine at yahoo.com. Until next time, this has been your host, Sandra White-Stevens, publisher of Urban Teen Magazine. As always, remember to stay positive and follow your dreams. <laughs>